0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, your host, Angelica. Thanks for tuning in again at a little bit of everything with me and my next guest is from all the way the UK. He's the owner of Kinetic Fitness and also has a podcast called The Kinetic Fitness Show.
1: Welcome Ali to the show. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on board. I really appreciate it. I'm so excited because I always say this every
0: time I have a guest on the show. I'm always like, oh my God, you get to meet people internationally. Now tell me, how's the weather in the UK?
1: Today it (laughs) is overcast, slightly cloudy. We've had a little bit of sun recently, which has been nice, but on the whole, it's been a rainy summer. So if you know a bit about the UK, it's always raining, so nothing new there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm from Toronto, Canada. So it seems like once we found out that September was coming, we automatically just hit the cold weather. We're right into fall. I'm not sure if you know, we have like four seasons and fall gets a little bit cooler and then we get hit by winter and snow, but it's just crazy. What did you think about the summer? Did you feel like it flew by?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Last year, we was quite blessed in the fact that uh, the summer last year was it was hot. We had record temperatures last year. So everyone was like, oh, let's let's see if it's the same again. Mm -hmm. And it was the opposite. It was just a a washout this summer, to be fair. But I know all about Canada as well. I was in Canada in November, so I know it can get pretty cold there. Yeah, it can. (laughs) Would you consider living here? Well, my friends live there. My friends live in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Oh, They're currently back over in the UK at the moment. They're Mm -hmm. they're on a two week vacation over here. But um, yeah, they live over there and they they love it. They've been there nearly two years now and they keep trying to get myself and my wife over there. But whether that's going to happen, I don't know. It's probably a little bit too cold for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You do get used to it. Um, I feel like, okay, I was born here and I'm summer baby. I was born in July, and it's like, oh yeah, summer, 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 summer. But as I got older, I'm just like, you know what? Screw the summer. I love winter because I produce too much body heat. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> but this summer's been record breaking to a point where we've 45 degree weather, and I'm just like, wow, this never ever happens. So it's of course it's climate change, and you know the world's changing and all that. But hey, we make do. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, what would we talk about if we didn't have the weather? Sorry. What would we talk about if we didn't have the weather? <laughs>
0: that is true. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So, I hope you had a great summer, and I'm excited to share all with all my listeners about your fitness podcast, uh, which is called once again Kinetic, the Kinetic Fitness Show, and also your studio, the Kinetic Fitness. So. Before we get into it, tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. Well, my name is Ali West and I am currently 32 years old or 32 years young, should I say. <laughs> and I own and run a, well, it's a gym and a private training facility based uh, in Nottingham in the UK, which is in the middle of England. So we're about two hours from London, about an hour from Birmingham, an hour and a half from Manchester. So we're right in the middle of the country. And I run it with my wife we 've been open for two and a half years, and what we really specialize in here at Kinetic Fitness is is the personal touch, is the personalization. So what we 've done is we 've managed to systemize all of our training, systemize our nutrition, and systemize our coaching so we can help people to get in the best shape of their life, get fit and get healthy in an effective manner with that personalized service. So the three things that we say we guarantee are progression, accountability, and results because we're in a results-based business. So if we're not guaranteeing results, we shouldn't be doing what we're doing, really. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much how we how we operate. Um, I've been in fitness personally for 11 years. I've done it all. I've gone from working in a big corporate Health club environment to running my own personal training business that I ran for five years successfully. And then the next logical step was to own my own facility. And I didn't do it in a small manner. I've gone straight in and got a big facility. Our our space is nine and a half thousand square feet. So it's a big, big old space. So yeah, so I've got a team of five, including me and Sarah, my wife. Uh, We're just about to take on a, a new trainer. So we'll go up to a team of six and yeah it's, it's it's been a roller coaster experience for the last couple of years since we opened uh, lots of good highs but a lot of low low points as well and that's the i guess that's the beauty of of running your own business and being an entrepreneur you're going to have a lot of ups and downs but we're we're enjoying it and we're 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 doing well we're helping a lot of people we've got Close to 500 members that we help, and then wow. um, around about 25 ish private clients that that we work with that are all getting fantastic results. But yeah, I've I've been doing it for a long time. I came out of a background of playing um, semi-professional sports, so I played football or soccer. I guess you guys call it football, so it's all good <laughs> but for the um, for the Americans. It's uh, soccer, but yeah, did that for for from five years old really all the way up until I I got a nasty injury when I was around 18, 19, tore my cruciate ligament and that kind of put an end to my football playing at a high level. Uh, I still play now but it's just kind of locally and uh, I still enjoy it. still a big part of my life. It's still something I'm passionate about but my main passion is helping people and I feel like my purpose and my gift to share with other people is to inspire people to live longer, healthier, happier and more joyful lives and if you listen to my podcast, that's the intro, it says mm-hmm. that we're that, that I'm here to inspire people to live longer, healthier, happier and more joyful lives and that's also the mission statement of the gym as well and I feel like that's my own purpose, that's what I was put here to do is to help people to to do exactly that and I I focus on health from a very much a, a, a holistic approach so mm. to me being healthy is not just the body, which a lot of people think it is, yes, mm-hmm. that's part of it, but it's also the mind as well, because we're living in this area, era, sorry, where we're subjected to so much stuff, I and mean, there's a mm-hmm. lot of mental health issues, and like suicide, depression are at an all-time high. So I like to focus on the mental side of things as well, and then I'm a spiritual kind of cat as well. So the spirituality element of it is is important to me as well. So I believe if you can be optimally healthy in your mind, body, and spirit, then everything is gonna be amazing and you'll live the best life possible.
0: Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And I love that uh, mission statement that you have. Um, it's live, to inspire to live longer, happier and more joyful in life. That's amazing. Yeah. And what was what team were you playing at the time when you were semi-professional? So it was just
1: a local side called Eastwood Town. Um, they've actually they actually disbanded. They, they ran they ran out of money and they, they shut down and they actually were reopened by the community. So they're called, a, they're called Eastwood Community Club now. So the community put money in to almost rescue them and revive them. Um, but yeah, I was playing for them. But I mean, it's, not, it's nothing too exciting. It wasn't like an elite level. Mm-hmm. It was probably three or four leagues below being professional. But mm. Football is huge over it. It's a big thing and Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very competitive environment. I I probably never would have made it to like top, top level, but who knows? Like, who knows what would have happened? I was playing pretty well at the time when my injury happened. So, who knows? But I believe in everything happens for a reason. And I Mm -hmm. got that injury for a reason, which allowed me to go into coaching and go into fitness and create the life that I'm creating at the moment. So, I don't think. What's happening now would have happened if I didn't get that injury. So Mm -hmm. everything's a lesson. Everything happens for a reason, and you just learn from it and and move forward as as best you can.
0: And what? Who is your favorite uh, football team?
1: I support Manchester United, which is uh, (laughs) yes. Yeah, there's a story behind that, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) I am such a huge
0: fan. Oh my gosh! I was like, it better not be Manchester City. Better not be Manchester City. (laughs) no offense but i was just like oh my god (laughs) when i heard that i was like yay because my co-workers are like huge uh manchester city fans and i'm just like no 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 it has to be man united come on (laughs) i just wanted to ask i was like i have to ask this question (laughs) now Starting your own business and having that vision of wanting to to help people. Because, yeah, it it really sucks. I used to play football and I had a really bad knee injury. And then it's all of a sudden, oh, my gosh, like you just want to keep playing and keep playing and, you know, get to that level. But, of course, it's a huge competition. There's so many people competing. But aside from that, going into this business, how did you come up with your business plan? Like, because it's one of those things where when I started my personal training business and I just did at home training, it was like, you know, you had these doubts and every time you had, you know, I had 10 clients and then you, you start going, okay, how am I gonna, what am I gonna do for the next couple months? Like, how did you keep yourself motivated when you first opened it?
1: Um, for me, I've always had that entrepreneurial mindset, I believe, from mm-hmm. a very young age. So. I always knew that it was going to be challenging and things were were going to be hard. But I think, in terms of the facility that I run now, in terms of the business that I run now, in in terms of Kinetic Fitness, everything that I'd done for the last what eight or so years had set me up for for doing this. So working in a in a large scale corporate health club with five and a half thousand members, I did that for three years. I built up a client base. I I learned how to talk to people, how to train them properly. I learned about nutrition. I always upskilled myself. I'm very well, I'm a firm believer that you should always keep developing. You should never stop learning. So I've always done plenty of different courses to educate myself, upskill myself, career development. And then transitioning from being employed and working for a big provider to going out on your own was really, really scary. I mean, I worked in a a small studio with with three other trainers who were my friends, which helped, but I was still running my own business. I was still self-employed. I still had to do everything within the business, train the clients, get new clients, do the tax returns, et cetera, et cetera, everything Mm -hmm. that you need to do. And that was a big learning curve. And I think the biggest thing for me was after running my own personal training business for a year or so. So we're talking maybe like 2012, 2013. I realized that I needed to get help because I was just, I was stagnating. I wasn't progressing and I wasn't getting to where I wanted to be. So I reached out and got business coaching and in fact, I invested a lot of money into business coaching mm-hmm. because I knew that to get to where I wanted to be and to take me to the next level, I needed that help and I needed that guidance. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to point that out to your listeners as well that you can 't do it all on your own. you need help. Uh, we have a business coach now I mean eight and a half years into to being self employed and, and running a business and two and a half years of running my own gym we 're still getting help now i 'm still getting a coach now because you need that second set of eyes and ears mm-hmm. that are going to help to take you to the next level and spot your blind spots and help you with stuff that you couldn't see because you're in it all the time. And even if you take breaks and come away from the business, it's still difficult to spot maybe what needs working on. So that's why we have a coach. And that's what I realized all those years ago, probably five, six years ago, that I needed help. So that was a big turning point getting business coaching because that took me to the next level. It allowed me to get a vision and get a goal and get a purpose because before I had the, the business coaching, I knew about, obviously, goal setting, you learn about how mm-hmm. to set goals, smart goals, etc. But I didn't know anything about having a vision and having a mission statement and having core values. I didn't know anything mm-hmm. of, about that. And then when I started to learn that all of these big businesses like Amazon and Sony and Disney and Coca-Cola, they all have all of these things and that's what helps propel them forward. Mm-hmm. I was like, right, I need to get this in place. So I started writing out my mission, writing out my vision, writing out goals for my, my, my soul one-to-one personal training business when I had it and I think I wrote a two-year vision or something like that and within like eight or nine months I'd hit it already. So, Wow. Either, I, either it works or I didn't set my goals high enough. On other two. <laughs> so, um, this stuff is like this is the stuff that you don't get told mm-hmm. about that is so so important and I mm-hmm. think going back to your original question like what kept you motivated I think having that vision and having that definite purpose is what separates you or separates the best from the rest, so to speak, and it separates what the people that are maybe just coasting and on a level to the people that are accelerating and, and climbing to the top of the of the ladder of this and and becoming successful and whatever success means for you. So success means different things for different people. So mm-hmm. I think to keep you motivated to answer your question is is having that clear vision and mission of where you want to get to.
0: And for sure. A hundred percent. And I totally agree. It's it's even self-development that helps and getting those extra tools to help you be successful. And it's true what you say. Like it's not many people tell you the other stuff. You can open up a business and that's it. Doors are open, but they don't tell you. The other stuff besides, you know, having a location, yeah, okay, that's common. Uh, your signs, your logos, but then there's more and more and more stuff that goes into it. So that's really awesome. Like you really took it. You took everything, and it's you did a lot of research from what it sounds like, and it was like you just put out your goals. You set up those goals, and then you were able to achieve them, which is fantastic. And this is why you're successful. Yeah, for sure. And what sets you apart from these other corporated, you know, fitness studios and gyms?
1: I think with us, we're in a very competitive environment and we're in a very competitive area as well. So to put that into context for your listeners, where we are in our city in Nottingham, we're right in the heart of the city centre. We're in the NG one postcode, so we're we're right in the middle. And within a quarter mile radius of our gym, there's 11 other gyms. Oh my so, god! <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of competition. And what we've got, we, it may be the same in Canada. I'm not too sure. I know it's 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 prominent in the states, but what we have now in the UK is we have a lot of what we call budget gyms. So these gyms mm-hmm. where you can go and sign up for anything from 10 pounds to I don't know. £20 max per month, so I don't know, Mm that would be like $14 to $25 a month, which is like ridiculously cheap and they base their kind of model on um, what I'd call stack it high, sell it cheap and there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that, that works for those guys, but these clubs, these facilities that are budget gyms they have, there's one close to us that is literally within walking distance and they've got 11,500 members oh wow From what I've heard from the inside out is that they can turn over anything from eighty to ninety percent of their members in a twelve-month period. So their retention is is really low as well Mm -hmm. because they're not they're more concerned on getting the people in and them doing their own thing within the gym as opposed to service and value. So the difference with us is when someone comes to see us is we just look after them from word go. So whether they come to us and they have just a general membership or whether they come to us and have one-to-one personal training, we still have those touch points and we still have that level of service where we can make sure that they're achieving what they want to achieve and getting the best possible service. So I'd say the difference with us is that personal touch and that personal element and we see ourselves as as a private training facility as opposed to a gym. So a lot of people say, oh I go to Kinetic Gym or I go to Kinetic Fitness, the gym in Nottingham or the gym in the centre of town but we really are trying our hardest now with our messages that we put out and our marketing and our internal communications that look, yes, we may be a gym and we look like a gym but we're more personable We're, we're a personal training facility, a small group training facility as opposed to a gym and I think long term what you'll see from us is not even long-term, probably within the next 12 months, you'll see from us a big kind of shift of having less gym memberships and more private training because that's where myself and my wife Sarah are putting all of that energy is into that small group training. And we, Our small group training, by the way, is one to four, so it's one client. Mm-hmm. Sorry, one trainer and four clients. Mm-hmm. So we work in, in a in a one-to-four environment and our personal training is obviously one-to-one. So I think for, for the difference is is that we we're very personal and we, we, we guarantee there's that progression and the, the, the accountability and the results, as I mentioned, right at the start of the, of the show.
0: Oh, for sure. And, um, I was just actually going through, um, your fitness studio, your gym, because thank you for Google maps. You can go onto the location and it gives you kind of like a walkthrough of your facility yeah, and I'm just like this is really, really, really nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've tried to. It sounds stupid, but we've tried to. Anyone can go on and look, as you said, any of your your listeners can go on, check it out. But we've we tried to. I think the brief we gave to the the interior designers and the the fitters was. We don't want it to look like a gym, <laughs> and they like looked at us like, "What you what, are you, what are you saying? Are You stupid or what? You're you're a gym?" But we wanted to try and make it more welcoming because what's people's biggest fears of a gym is they get intimidated and it's they think they're going to go in there and they're going to get some guy that's like like three hundred pounds meathead muscle guy chucking mm-hmm. weights on the floor or the super like fit guys and girls that know exactly what they're doing and that's people's kind of preconceived ideas of,
0: of yeah. the gym
1: and we want to try and make it the opposite to that. And In, in reality it is the opposite to that. Every, I'd say pretty much across the board everyone's in the same boat. Everyone wants to look a bit better, feel a bit better, move a bit better and those guys that are the muscle guys and the, and the, and the guys and the girls that like look like they've just fell off the front cover of men's health or mm-hmm. women's health they're they're the minority, they're the few and far between, so I think anyone that's listened to this is that's maybe a bit apprehensive about joining a gym or joining a facility or or going to work out just don't be because everyone's in the same boat, and what we've created here at our gym in particular at our facility is an environment where people can come and they feel like they're part of something and they're not intimidated, and we have a very kind of set demographic of people that come in. It's very much a corporate environment because we're in the city and there's a lot Mm -hmm. of businesses around here. We have a lot of people that are sat behind a desk eight, nine, ten hours a day. So they want to come in and and do the workout and get moving and take themselves away from the stresses of work and the stresses of home life. And that's what we try and include in our group sessions as well. Our our personal training sessions and our small group training sessions is we make them fun. We make them interactive. We put a smile on the face almost to the extent of like Mm -hmm. Uh, being a bit, uh, I shouldn't say this, but a bit Americanized, like where we're doing the high fives and the oh. the fist pumps <laughs> and the whoops and stuff like that. That's the kind of vibe we've got going on because we 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 want to make people enjoy it, and we want people to come and say, "Look, I, I went to Kinetic today, and I had an amazing workout, and I feel better than when I walked in there." And I feel like I've always I've always felt like that. If if somebody comes in to see me, or comes in to see one of my trainers, or comes in to see our staff. Or they just come in for a workout and they walk out leaving better than when they walked in i and we have done our job
0: yeah no that's amazing and um it's true like when i where i'm at right now it's uh, a friend of mine who has his own studio and it's it's true it's the the it's the environment, it's the people that go there. And I know he just trains women at the moment and it's just like we're all there for the same common goal as in to, you know, enjoy enjoy our workouts and have fun with it. But also we have in our own personal goals. Like my personal goal is to lose weight and feel better about myself again. Um, so it it does make a huge difference. And I love how you pretty much explained what your facility is 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 all about and it makes me want to go there but you're so far
1: (laughs) it's only a flight you can take a flight i can't i can't it's all good
0: (laughs) but for sure if i ever make it into the uk which is a dream of mine to go visit i will definitely that's going to be like the first thing on my list (laughs) i need to visit kinetic fitness
1: yeah for sure
0: <laughs> so just a little tip because we are going into back to for us here in um canada it's like september is going back to work going back to school it's kind of like you know when new year's eve comes everybody has these new year's eve goals september and october it's like it's like new year's eve again it's those Goals that everyone sets like, okay, I got to start the diets, I got to start this, I got to join a gym. Everyone's got like at least probably one to five goals on their list when it comes to fitness and weight loss. How can we keep ourselves accountable if we can't do the personal training? What is your advice?
1: Very good question. Very, very good question. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same here. September i don't I don't think a lot of people know this as well because everyone gets the new year into their head but statistically mm-hmm. across the board globally worldwide September is the busiest month yep. for health and fitness mm-hmm. in the world so it's 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 a busier month than than January February most gyms will be pushing hard in in September for sales because they know that it's a big month so I uh, I completely understand what you're saying and everyone's going back to school and back to work as you said so um if you can't if you can't commit to training and you can't commit to maybe a gym just keep it simple just keep it simple the first thing you need to do is you need to have some idea uh, of a goal in your head and uh, i don't particularly like the word goal but mm-hmm. you need to have a focus but what needs to be attached to the focus and and the goal in inverted commas is is emotion. Mm-hmm. Because there's only two things that motivate and drive people. Do you know what they are?
0: Um, they both
1: begin with P. as a clue.
0: Both begin with P. I'll
1: answer for you. Pleasure and pain. Oh, They're the only two things that motivate people. So it's the pleasure of where you want to get or the pain of where you're at. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling unhappy with your body, or you're maybe overweight, or you're not moving very well, whatever the case may be, that's a pain to you. So you've got mm-hmm. to make that pain so great that you're sick of it and you say, excuse my French, fuck this. I've had enough of it. I'm gonna move forward and make a difference in my life. Or it might be a pleasure. So you might say, Right, I've got Christmas is coming up in three months. I'm going to my Christmas party and I wanna look amazing in my tuxedo or in my Uh, dress or whatever or Mm -hmm. I've got a holiday coming up where I'm going to the Caribbean or Mm -hmm. Spain or wherever and I want to look good on the beach so that's a pleasure, that's a pleasure goal or a pleasure focus so you've got to attach the emotion to it and when people say to me, oh Ali I want to lose weight, I want to get fit, I want to tone up, which are the three most common goals, Mm -hmm. that's not what they really mean. I, I hear that and they hear that and they sprout that out to me but that doesn't mean anything so I go deeper and I say, right, you say you want to lose weight, that you don't. And they're like, yeah, I do. And I'm like, no, you don't. Tell me the real reason. And they're like, oh. and they start in and in a little bit. And then I go a bit deeper and they're like, well, I want my husband to like look at me in the same way again like he did when we got married. Or I want to be able to play with the kids, run around the park and my back not feel like it's going to break or I'm, I've got hip pain or knee pain. So that's what people really want and they really need, but that's not what they say because they're, they're maybe they're scared or maybe they want to cover it up. So the first thing is, I've, I've gone on a little bit here, but the first thing is to get a focus or a goal, whatever you want to call it, and attach emotion to it mm-hmm. so that you know that you're emotionally being driven by that. And then when you've got that, you've got to start telling people about it or make it visible. So there's a there 's a stat i don 't know if it's true or not, because who knows if most facts or stats are true mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's a stat that apparently only six percent of people on the entire planet write their goals down, which is just mind boggling if that is wow. true and is crazy so what happens when you start to write things down is you put it out there if we 're going down the spiritual route is mm-hmm. it puts it out into the universe, and your subconscious start, subconscious mind starts to take that on board. And the thing about your subconscious mind is it doesn't know the difference between a true, between the truth and a lie. So you can feed your subconscious whatever it, whatever you want and it will believe it. So if you keep telling your subconscious that you're fat, that you're overweight, that you're unfit, that you're not worthy, that you're, that you're a bad person, guess what? <laughs> That's what you're going to be because yeah. your subconscious doesn't know the difference. But if you start to say, okay, I've got this goal. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. I'm going to make that person that said, I'm fat, I'm going to make them eat their words. I'm going to be a better version of myself. I'm going to be able to move and not be in pain. I'm going to eat my fruits and vegetables and drink more water. If you start to say this and you start to write it down on paper and you start to tell other people, this is habit. This is this is when you start to make a change and when changes really start to happen. And you can't do loads of things all at once. You've got to take them one by one and gradually do it, but it's that compounded effect of doing one thing being consistent with it and then changes start to happen and they'll happen faster than you know and faster than you believe so I'd say get a focus, get emotion with it, write it down start, start telling people because then you're held accountable by others so tell mm-hmm. your partner, tell your friends, mm-hmm. tell your colleagues, tell the person at the grocery store, tell everyone and then you're like shit, do you know what, I've just Mm -hmm. told people that I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to get in the best shape of my life, I better fucking do it because if I don't I'm letting them down and I'm letting Mm -hmm. myself down, so that's the thing to do and then after that once you've Mm -hmm. got all of that, because that's the foundation for me, once Mm -hmm. you've got that then it's just simple stuff move more, eat less, get out in the sun, sleep properly, it's not really like crazy rocket science stuff but it's 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 things that people neglect and they take their they take their body for granted and you only get one body you only get one mind uh, and you only get to to be to be honest in this vessel that you're in you only get one shot at it so you've got you've got to look after it and you've got to treat it well and then you'll get the rewards in return if you look after your body so simple things like drinking more water um, eating more vegetables sleeping. Seven and a half to eight hours a night of good quality sleep, moving, taking the stairs as opposed to taking the elevator or the escalator or or driving your car, walking to work, cycling your bike. It's it sounds like you might be thinking, "Oh, Ali, I know all this." Yeah, you do know it, (laughs) you do know it. But do you do it? That's the thing. You sit you sit behind a desk for eight nine hours. You get in your car, you drive back home. Have you moved at all? Have you done five thousand or six thousand steps? Probably not. Have you drank two liters of water today? Probably not. Have you got out in the sun to get some vitamin D? Probably not. Did you sleep like shit last night? Probably yes. So Mm -hmm. these little things are going to make a big difference. So if you can't go to the gym or you can't have a trainer, just these little things will make, they're, they're so small but they will make a massive I can't emphasize enough how big a change they'll make in your life if you just make these little tweaks. And the first one is getting a clear focus on what you want to achieve and what you want to get out of it with emotion attached to it, because what did I say to you right at the start? Why? Why do you think you said to me? Why do you think you've done so well? Or what's kept you motivated? Having a focus, having a vision yeah. of where I want to it. be, and it's the yeah. same with fitness. It's the same with health. It's the same with your mm-hmm. nutrition. Having a clear focus, writing it down, telling other people, attaching emotion, and then doing the simple things gradually, incrementally, incrementally consistently to have that compound effect and doing them well. And you, you can change your life in a short amount of time just by doing those things.
0: And you're absolutely right with that, especially with goals. And I remember when I was a personal trainer, it was like, the biggest thing was weight loss. Weight loss, weight loss, belly. For especially for a lot of women, it's belly. I want to tone out. I want to. It wasn't more of like you said. It's getting down to your deep emotions. It wasn't like I want to um, be able to run around. I want to be able to spend long, long time with my grandchildren. I want to be able to see my grandchildren grow. It's like it's true. You have to attach those goals to emotion, uh, to to those emotions. And for me, I'll be honest, and I, you know, I've been quite a bit open about on my podcast of what i've been going through like since i was diagnosed with pcos about five years ago i've kind of gone through this phase of depression but then now just recently i said i need to stop doing this like i keep looking back at older pictures when i had my personal training business when i used to run T-R-X boot camps, when i used to do my running i used to be a marathon runner and i just like i cannot be dwelling on this thing that's well, for some of us, we say it's like a quote, air quotes, like a burden, but it's not. It's, it's really, it's a, like, it's like an excuse not to do anything. So I had to really, really focus and get down to my emotions. It's kind of just like, I'm fed up with this. I cannot live my life like this. I need to get out there and I need to do what I used to do and find that, find something that I would love to do again. Cause one day I would love to run, but I can't, I have to wait because it you know other things that I've got going on, but it's crazy. Like once I attached that emotion and that pain that I was going through, because it it was pretty depressing. I was just like, you know what? I need to create the habit. I am super busy. And we're all super busy in this world because I feel like we pick up little things in here and we forget, but we forget about ourselves. So I had to kind of just say dedicate the gym Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's it. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And the trainer that I have, who's super amazing, he just says, hey, are you coming to my class today? As reminders. Hey, are you coming to my class today? What's going on? Are you feeling okay? And that's the accountability that I need. And it's been working. I've been going steady Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for the past three weeks since I started.
1: Good for you. That's awesome
0: and it's that's hard all it takes
1: it's all it takes it's difficult and there's a the fear and sometimes you think is it worth it but trust me there's it, it is worth it i mean as i said you you only get one body you've got to look after it and when i say body i mean i mean the mind and the mental state as well so that's awesome that you've uh, that you've stuck with it and you can anyone can do it, anyone can mm-hmm. get in a, in a habit and I like what you said about scheduling it in your calendar and that's one thing that I didn't mention that is so so important is just blocking out the time to do it because as you said we have these busy lives and it's the, it's the number one excuse or the number one reason why people don't exercise and don't look after themselves is oh, I can't do it because I haven't got time, 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 it's always time
0: mm-hmm. but
1: if you block it out in your calendar and just say look as you've done. I'm going to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Nothing's going to get in the way of that. Mm -hmm. That's my time for the gym. That's my time for health and fitness. Do it. And you don't have to go to the gym. We keep talking about the gym and the gym. gym. You don't have to go to the gym. You can just go out for a walk or take the dog out for a walk or go for a walk with your kids or go to the park with your kids or cycle your bike or join a sports club or play a sport. Mm -hmm. Anything. There's so many different ways that you can exercise. I think sometimes we're almost tunnel vision to think that you have to go to the gym or you have to go and see a trainer to to exercise you don't like you, you can just we've got two legs most of us um we can go out and 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 walk and for me walking is one of the the best exercises you can do and people might think that sounds stupid but it's so good for you it, it clears your mind it allows you to be mindful it also keeps you fit and active and it's one of the best ways you can lose weight as well as walking so i can't stress how good walking is just go and do a walk go for 30 minutes and walk
0: oh for sure for sure 100 percent. and even of course your eating has to play into effect and i i know i've said this before on previous podcasts that it's all about eating you know it's like they say here though i'm not sure about if it's the same over there um uh, 80 of what you eat is going to affect your results and exercises so yeah. 80 on food and then 20 is the working out part
1: I'd say it's higher than that, to be honest. I'd say it's 90, 10. Okay. Yeah. I'd say it's 90% what you put in your mouth and 10% exercise. Maybe that's wrong because I'd, we've not really took into the the fact of how important the mind is. So mm-hmm. it could be 90% <laughs> mind, 5% nutrition and 5% exercise. So who mm-hmm. who really knows? But yeah. 100% I'm going percentages here. But I'd definitely say that, um, the nutrition is is vitally important, but that's a whole another podcast on its own. Oh, and if sure. anyone does need that help or that advice for nutrition, I mean, I've I've trained and worked under some of the the best nutritional minds on the planet, and I, I know kind of food inside out, not just from a nutritional perspective, but from a scientific perspective as well. So, if anyone does need any help, just reach out to me. And if I can't help you, I know some amazing nutritionists and dietitians that can help you as well. But it's so, so important. You've got mm-hmm. to watch what you put in your mouth and be mindful of it and, and be aware. And that's another thing that I haven't mentioned that's so, so important is the awareness, like being aware of actually what you're doing. Too many of us are like robots or zombies and we just kind of go through life and then we don't realize what's happening to us. And before we do realize, it, it's almost too late. So just be just take a, a second be aware and just think, okay, like, why am I eating this? Why am I doing it? What is this going to affect and what impact is it going to have on me? And the same with exercise. I, I've not been to the gym in two weeks or I've not gone for a walk in two weeks. What impact is that I've having on my life? How is that affecting my mm-hmm. health? How is that affecting my mindset? How is that affecting my relationship with other people? Uh, and just taking stock because not enough of us are self-aware. And, and that's one thing that I've learned within the last probably three or four years is that self-awareness is critical. And when you, are, when you are aware, you can start to spot patterns. You can start to see where things are going well and where things are going wrong. And you can adjust your course just a bit like that that boat out at sea when the wind goes in a different direction it adjusts its sails and to me that's what self-awareness is, it's that kind of being able to adjust your course so you stay on the right heading Um, and if if any of you, your listeners or yourself listen to my podcast, the word awareness has come up I've done 52 episodes now, the word awareness has come up on I'd probably say over half of those podcasts so awareness is key
0: It it sure is. It really is. It's like I had this one situation just to share an example to all the listeners out there when it's about awareness. Last week, I was invited to an evening to, we do an annual fair here in Toronto for the last two weeks of August. And I was invited with work friends to go out, but I've already gone to the fair on Saturday and I already knew how much I ate of the stuff that I shouldn't be eating. But it was like that one day that it's like, it's this is doesn't happen every day. It doesn't happen every month. It's just always in September. And I had to really think about it. And I said, first of all, I'm going to be eating the same stuff that I ate that I shouldn't be eating on that Saturday. But then also it's like, how sluggish am I going to feel after? And if I don't go for my workout, I'm going to feel like this, this guilt, like, shoot, I should have just gone and for my workout. You know, my workout, I've been so consistent Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, that if something comes up during those three days, I have to make arrangements in a way where, no, sorry, I cannot meet up with you on Wednesday, but I can meet up with you on Monday and Tuesday. So I had to keep myself aware of like, no, I can't jeopardize losing a class just because we're going out to a place that I've already gone to and going with work friends. And I said, no, I'm sorry. I'm busy that night. Um, I can't make it out. And I felt really good about myself and I felt really good with the fact that I went and attended my class that I was supposed to do.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. The thing thing to mention off the back of that, Angelica, is that uh, there's two things I want to mention, actually. The first one is, if you miss a workout, if anybody listens to this, misses a workout, or if you go and eat a donut or eat some sweets or cake or whatever, it's okay. (laughs) I do it. Everyone does it. Don't beat yourself up about it. But this is going back to what I said before about being aware is okay. You've done it and you're like, oh God, I feel so guilty. I've had this this crap. Just write it off. That's okay. But be aware. Is it, are you doing it just every now and again? So every now and again for me would maybe like be like, so let's take for example, like a cake. Maybe mm-hmm. I eat cake, like I don't know, once every two weeks or once a month. If you're doing it every single day, day in, day day out, eating donuts or whatever, then we might have an issue. So that's about being aware. Yeah. But if you're on a good, good, um, healthy pattern of living, if you're if you're exercising an average amount and you're generally looking after what you eat, and you slip up one day or a couple of days. It's all good. Don't yeah. worry about it. I think there's there's this stigma that you've got to be on it all the time. And I think a lot of people look at especially now with, I don't want to go on to it too much, but with social media, people see these people and think, oh my God, I couldn't, I couldn't be like that. I could never be like that. They're like super on it all the time. I tell you now, most <laughs> trainers like we like us trainers, we like, and us fitness professionals, we like to like eat a bit of crap and drink as, and drink yeah. some alcohol just as much as the next person. So don't mm-hmm. get it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Some people are like super teetotal and like straight all the way. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of them people. I think you should live your life and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but. There's a there's a line, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it's going back for to sure. like you said earlier, like maybe 80 20, like okay, 20 to, 20 20% of the time, I'm going to take my foot off the gas, I'm going to coast a bit, and I'm going to like eat that donut, mm-hmm. or I'm going to have a glass of or a bottle or two bottles of wine, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but 80% of the time, I'm um, I'm on it, like I'm, I'm I've got my foot down and I, I'm, I'm concentrating on what I'm doing and I, I'm aware. So no, there's nothing sure. wrong with letting it go, but. And not balanced because that's not necessarily the right word. It's about again, being aware of, of mm-hmm. what you're doing and if you're doing it all the time, you've got a problem. But if it's every now and again that you slip up, don't stress it. Don't beat yourself up. It's all good. Get going again. And, and it's cool. It's, it, yeah. it's, it's all good.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I know for me, it was like, Oh, another day of this food. I'm like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I did it that one, like the literally couple of days before I'm Okay. I could I will do this again next year, that's fine. But yeah, I just for me I was like, no, I can't do a second day in one week. That's too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the second so, point, sorry, the second point which I've I just remembered while yeah, it sprung into my head was you said uh you didn't go out or something along those lines. Anyway, what I'd say to people is out's always gonna be there. The pub, the bar, the mm-hmm. club, the restaurant, it's true, whatever, it's always gonna be there. Yeah. But if you keep doing what you're doing, is your health going to always be there? That would be the question.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's a really good question. And it's like, that's a really good question that I should like write it on the board. And every time you look at that schedule, it's like the out is always going to be there. But how about your health? You're here today. You're gone tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I'm trademarking that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what my dad lives by. He's like, I'm here today and God's here because he's had a lot of health um, problems over the past years. And we had slip ups where we had doctors say he only has six months to live, then one year to live. He surpassed a year and a half and he's still living. And I'm just like, you know, this is crazy. And it's he's always had that mentality I'm here today and God's tomorrow because of all his conditions and his heart problems. So it's just like, wow. And I take that into consideration, but also I have priorities and I have goals that I want to meet, but then it's true what you say. It's always about your health. You only have one body to live and, oh, we just got to take care of ourselves, right? And time, time, time. It's not just about time. It's We need to make time for ourselves in order to live this life that we have.
1: Yeah. Prioritize the time, I'd say. I yeah. mean, we, we yeah. can't make the time. We all have 24 hours. We all yeah. have 365 we're, it's about prioritizing your time. And like you said, you, you mentioned that you've put it in your, your calendar and that's what you've got to do. That's what you've got to do with yeah. everything. With You've got to do that with everything. And it's probably something that I need to get better at myself. I mean, my calendar, if you looked at it, be like, that looks pretty stacked to me. But um, <laughs> it's important to put all elements into your calendar. So not just the gym, Like the, the downtime that you're going to spend with your family, the time when you're going to go and see your parents, um, the holiday time, vacation time—you've got to put all of that into your calendar because I'm a firm believer. If it's not in there, it doesn't get done. No, true. And, and what's good as well about the calendar is, we, we with digital calendars as well is we've got that white space. And my coach said to us last week, my business coach, he said the white space is important time as well. That's good time. That's that that empty time where it's good to just sometimes just switch off and do nothing and have a little bit of. Mindless time because, as you mentioned earlier, we're on this kind of rat race and we're just like mm-hmm. 100 miles an hour all the time, boom, 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 boom. And then before we know it, we've woken up in the morning and then we're back in bed again and we're like, shit, where did the day go? <laughs> but sometimes it just slow down and like just waste a bit of not too much time, but waste a bit of time, like half an hour or so, just doing something that you enjoy or watching some mindless TV or whatever. But here is, is going back to what I said earlier. It's about having it in the right order. Some people, they take that too literally and they watch Netflix nine hours of the day or whatever. So yeah. it's, it's good to do it, but it's about doing it in the right ratios and, and doing things in the right order. And this comes back to, for me, what the foundation of everything is, which I didn't mention earlier that I wanted to, and I'm going to mention it now before I forget, mm-hmm. is that the, the foundation is desire. And when you've got the desire to want to change and make a better life for yourself and make a better version of yourself and create a better version of yourself, when you've got that desire, that deep burning desire deep inside you, which only you really know about, that is when you will make the changes and Mm -hmm. when you will start to be healthier and happier and all that kind of stuff. Because if you haven't got that desire, it doesn't matter, so you can say, "I want to lose weight or "I want to eat better," or "I want to go and build this business," or "I want to have a better relationship with my partner," whatever the case may be, you can say that to be blue in the face, but if you if you haven't got the desire to do it, then don't even bother because you're not going to do it. It's as simple as that, so you've got to have that desire. And the thing about the desire is, when you get it, and when you start to get momentum, the desire will grow and grow and grow. It's like that snowball going down the hill. It'll yeah. gain momentum. It'll get bigger, and then you'd be like, "Shit, why didn't I do this sooner? <laughs> why haven't I got on this already?" And you'll just keep going and keep going, and you'll look at your old life and you think, oh, "That wasn't me. That wasn't me. That that isn't who I am," because yeah. a lot of the time we're not quite clear on who we are. We don't love ourselves enough. We haven't got that clear vision. We haven't got that desire. We are pretending to be someone else or pretending who we think we should be, and if you just was yourself and you just believe in yourself and just get that desire going and look after yourself first and foremost, then you can, as I said, you can you can do anything, you can achieve anything, and you can ultimately do what I try and help people to do every single day, which is live a longer, healthier, happier, more joyful life.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: But without desire it's not gonna happen
0: oh 100 you you literally you said it so well you said it so well <laughs> I totally agree and your podcast it's called the kinetics fitness show tell me a little bit about it I know we're running out of time but I want you to share about it
1: no worries no worries time I've got time it's okay oh, perfect <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, the Kinetic Fitness Show. So this started out as a little bit of an idea. I knew I wanted to reach more people on a bigger scale than Mm -hmm. what I could currently do. So obviously with running the gym, that takes up most of my time. I also train clients plus do all the other bits and bobs. We kind of split our roles, myself and my wife. So we put it in a footballing terms and a footballing analogy. So Mm -hmm. Sarah plays attack or offense, whatever you want to call it. And I play (laughs) defense or defense. <laughs> so that's how our roles are. So uh, Sarah's role is to, to try and, and get new people in the door and, and do the marketing and the sales and that kind of stuff. And my role is to keep people and to service them and look after them. So we've got split roles, but still we're, we're, we're very, very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and with being a, a sole facility, you can only really help the people that are in and around your area that know about you and that come to your facility. So for me, the podcast was like a way of reaching more people on a global scale. Mm-hmm. I, I contemplated and thought about doing online coaching, but I just thought I can't do it because I just don't have the time uh, to commit to it because I'm so, so busy with, yeah. with running the gym. So I thought I can commit four or five hours a week to to setting up a podcast, getting guests on board, et cetera, et cetera, and, uh, and taking that thought forward. And I'd listened to a lot of podcasts. I was inspired by people like Tim Ferriss and... Dave Meltzer and Lewis Howes and Rich Roll and Ben Greenfield. A lot of these people your, your, your guests might have heard of or mm-hmm. might even listen to. So these people were inspi- inspiring me and I thought, you know what, like I can do that. I've got a good network of people. I can reach out to people and it's going to allow me to help more people on a bigger scale. So that was how the the, the podcast got started and got set up. And the, the mission of it is no different to what the gym is and what, to what my own mission is, which is to help you to live that longer, healthier, happier, more joyful life. I know I've mentioned it a few times, but I'll keep mentioning it because no that's what problem. it's all about. And the podcast comes from a very holistic approach, as I mentioned earlier. It's mind, body, and spirit. That's the kind of tagline, mind, body, and spirit. So we've had various different, or I've had various different guests on um, talking about all different elements. So I've had people come on and talk about meditation, mm. talks about mindset, We've talked about nutrition, talked about exercise and exercise physiology Mm. uh, talked about being an entrepreneur. There's loads of different elements and it's it's all of it. Because as I said, you need to look at health from all different aspects, not just Mm. going to the gym and not just nutrition. It's all the different elements. So it's really how to encourage and help people and inspire people to just become better versions of themselves and become more healthier and happier, etc. And Mm. Another reason why I decided to do the podcast was and this is something that I got from Tim Ferriss as well which is scratch my own itch or scratch your own itch is get people on that interest you and inspire you so you're going to get education from it but so are the listeners as well so I get people on that I admire and and that inspire me and that I think are interesting and they fascinate me and I learn a lot from it whilst I'm interviewing them and speaking to them but also I know that my enjoying it as well, and I still I'm 52 episodes in now, which in the grand scheme of things, compared to some podcasters, if you look at people like Joe Rogan and Tim Ferriss, they're yeah. like hundreds or thousands of episodes in. So, in the grand scheme of, of things, I'm a, a, a newbie. I'm a an embryo of a podcast. You can say. <laughs> But um, but I've had some. I've been really blessed to have some great people on, and I've not monetized it yet. For me, it's not about the money. It's not about the sponsorship. I have had people reach out to me and say, "Look, can can we get can we get on your show? And can you say our name and stuff?" And I've not wanted to do that yet because for me, that's not the important thing. The important thing for me is helping as many people as I can and reaching out to as many people as I can, not just in the UK but all all over. And again, mm-hmm. I've been blessed that I've got listeners in it's something crazy, like maybe over 50 different countries around the world, like because I get the analytics on it and I'm like, God, I've got people listening in Australia and, yeah. and Canada and America and India and it's just like, what, this is crazy. But that's, when I think about it, that was the vision of the podcast, that was what so I shouldn't be shocked yeah. by it because that's what I wanted it to do and that's what it that's what it is doing. Um, But it's still new and I'm still learning I mean, I, I I'm learning how to become a better presenter, how to interview people, how to ask better questions I'm having to do more research on the guests to find out the right guests and to get the right people on board and you get knockbacks and people say no it's not the right time for me or some people say no I'm not interested and then some people say come back to me in six months and I'll come on etc cetera, etc cetera. but I think what I mentioned on one of my episodes I think it was my 50th one and I've mentioned this before on my Instagram as well is that Done is better than perfect. And I'm a, I'm very much a perfectionist and I always have been. And that doesn't get you anywhere. And that's another thing to point out to your listeners. If you are a perfectionist, it kind of holds you back more than moves you forward. And you can't be perfect all the time. Things aren't perfect. The world isn't perfect. perfect. You've got to just get it done. Yeah. Just do it. Like mm-hmm. the Nike saying, just do it. Get it done. And done is better than perfect. So you'll listen to my podcast and maybe the first like 20 odd episodes, the audio quality isn't that great and I've changed, played around with the intro and outro and I've kind of tweaked my trade and learnt my trade as I've gone rather than mm-hmm. just saying oh I need to get this perfect intro and I need to get the perfect guest on and I need to speak without saying um or um or like or whatever your word is and might be. But you've just—you can't be like that. You've just got to get it done, and that's—that was the idea for me. Is like done is better than perfect. Try and get out at least one episode every single week, and it's starting to gain traction now. And as I said, I've had some great guests. I mean, I've had some big, big names—what I consider big Mm -hmm. names—which I never thought in a million years I'd be able to get on the show. Mm. And I'm—and that's only going to get bigger and bigger. And then I'll be like, wow, how did I get this guest on? Mm, Yeah. If you—if there is some people listening to this that are inspired or are aspiring podcasters, and you know it because you're yeah. interviewing me now and you're a mm-hmm. podcaster, is just stick with it. like Don't give yeah. in because again, going back to the facts and figures, I mean, I, I like research and I like facts and figures that I think most podcasters give up before episode 30. I think that's the the the, the number or the magic number. Mm-hmm. So most people quit before they get to that 30th episode. And if you can tip past 30 and 50, and go to the next milestone so the next milestone for me is like 75 and then 100 and mm-hmm. if you can just keep trucking the audience will grow you'll reach more people and then you can look at well for me that's what I'm going to do I'm going to look at how can I monetize it how can I sponsor it eventually but for me now that's not the paramount, paramount mm-hmm. thing and from research that I did prior to launching the podcast a lot of podcasters say look don't try and monetize it till you get X amount of listeners, or you've done X amount of episodes, and if you have monetized it from day one, there's nothing wrong with that as well. Things change all the time, yeah. But that's just where we're at, and that's that's my podcast. So yeah, just listeners, go and check it out. The Kinetic Fitness Show. It's on all platforms. Um, kinetic, spelled K-I-N-E-T-I-K, as well. So just to be just to confuse you even more. So yeah, the <laughs> Kinetic Fitness Show. Go and check it out, and um you may you may enjoy it. I'm pretty sure you will. You may not enjoy it, but each to their own and that's the beauty of it and that's the beauty of podcasts in my eyes yes. is that you can listen to them anywhere it's, mm-hmm. it's the fastest growing platform for consuming media after social media it's the fastest growing platform there's nearly a million active live podcasts around the world now and it's only going to grow and get bigger and you can listen to a podcast on anything you want it doesn't have to be fitness it doesn't have to be business it can be you can listen to podcasts on like Pokemon or bloody whatever <laughs> man um, <laughs> on, on, on like vegetable patches, you can listen to podcasts yeah. on literally anything you want so don't think that podcasts are just for like these super successful people or whatever like whatever you're interested in, just type it in and find a podcast and listen because audio and auditory is a great way of learning, everyone's different in the way that they learn but if you can learn from all different angles, auditory, visual and kinesthetic then you're going to educate yourself in as many ways as possible
0: it's so true podcasting has been such an amazing journey for me as well and it's like I love interviewing other podcasters because I feel like now it's we need each other we need each other to explore different things introduce ourselves to our listeners and to introduce those to your latest listeners and it's a great way to learn something because I try to make it educational as well. It's like, we're talking about fitness. We talk about your business. We talk about, you know, goals and goal setting and how to uh, obtain them. And then all of a sudden we're talking about your podcast and it's like, you know, um, I feel like it's such a great platform, like you said, to learn anything and anything. And this is why mine is called a little bit of everything. Cause I literally talk about a little bit of everything. So, I love it when I meet other podcasters, especially across the world. Isn't it crazy how many people we can reach out um, with our podcasts and it's just we're just gonna keep
1: growing. For sure. Don't <laughs> give in. Never give in on it. Oh, for sure, for sure. And unless you've got like no listeners, then maybe you want to give up on it. <laughs> <laughs> well congratulations on passing
0: your 50th episode that's amazing
1: yeah yeah it's pretty pretty good it felt like it was a long time coming but um the 50th episode i think uh, as well for the people listening if they do want to come and check out my podcast i'd really kind of point people towards that 50th episode because i did my life story so far so i spent it's a long one it's like an hour and 45 or an hour Mm -hmm. and 50 but it's all about my journey a lot of the things we've spoken about today but diving into more detail and my ups and downs trials and tribulations blood sweat tears I think I put a lot of it into that 50th episode so if people do want to learn more about me and find out more about me and what I stand for and who I am then I'd, I'd point them towards that 50th episode but in my eyes they're all good episodes and it's all good yeah. content um, so just yeah if I'd, I'd appreciate the support if you do come and check me out and if you don't it's all good as well it's cool
0: yeah, no, for sure. And definitely the the name of the uh, podcast is called The Kinetic Fitness Show with a K at the end instead of a Z. Um, Ali, what is one piece of advice for someone who wants to open up their
1: business? Ooh. Put me on the spot there, haven't you? <laughs> I'd say do do a, if you want to open your own business if you want to do a business make sure that it is something that you are super super passionate about and that you enjoy and that you love and that you know that when you do it and when you launch this business and when you start to run it that it's going to it's going to impact people in the in the right way yeah. because there'll be people saying oh yeah but you can do a business on anything and you don't have to necessarily enjoy it and i think to me that's bs in my opinion because if you enjoy it and you're passionate about it then you're going to put everything into it mm-hmm. you're going to put your heart and soul and your blood and your sweat and your tears into it and you're going to know that even when the lowest of the low happens you're doing it for the right reasons and you're and you're doing it because it's it's something that you is your passion and, the, and that you love so if your passion is whatever, and I know like you might have heard people might have heard Gary V talk about this and stuff that he says, go and do what you're passionate about. But it's so mm-hmm. so true, and and you can do it. You can start a business now on anything you want. It's yeah. like we said about the podcasting. Yeah. You, if your passion is gardening or whatever, you can you can do a business around that. And mm-hmm. um, if your passion is shopping, you can do a, a business around that. And the, we're we're interactive now. We're speaking. Across the Atlantic Ocean through a computer. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we all have
1: a supercomputer in our hands, and in our pockets that we never take. That we never take out of our hands and never take. It can't be any more than like a foot away from us. I'm talking about our, our cell phones and our mobile phones. You, we have this thing in our pocket where we can go and create a business from it. You can, well, I don't know about over there, but in the UK, you can go onto the government website, set up your business. Uh, identity set up a business banking account all from your phone and you're yep. good to go you're good to go and start trading straight away mm-hmm. here in the uk and it's probably the same in the canada and yep. states everywhere you can do it all from your phone and just that's that, that that'd be my advice to do something and start a business that you're passionate about and then everything else you can learn along the way
0: yeah one last thing what advice would you give someone who is contemplating? on joining the gym or changing their life, changing their lifestyle because they're at that point where, all right, I need to do something about myself. What's one piece of advice you can give them?
1: I'd say the one piece of advice is to believe in yourself to love, uh, it's probably two pieces, two bits of advice, to believe yeah. in yourself and to love yourself because there'll be people and you probably might even tell yourself, you might think, oh yeah, I'm not good enough. Or people might say, oh I can't do it. Sorry, say to you that you can't do it, that mm-hmm. you're too overweight to get to, or whatever. There's the naysayers and I'd just say, look in, ignore them, believe in yourself, love yourself first and know that you can change and you can do it because anyone can. eat. I know people that have been at rock bottom, like 100% don't believe that they can go on anymore, and they've turned things around. Um, I've known people that have had horrific injuries and horrific diseases, mm-hmm. and have come the other side of it, and they've turned it around. So you can do it, and just believe in yourself and, and ultimately love yourself, no matter where you're at right now or what skin you're in, what colour you are, what's happening in your life you are loved but also to love yourself because there's no one more important than yourself and that's not being selfish we've mentioned this on my podcast as well that's not being selfish that is the fact of life and the fact of your journey is that you're unique and there's no one more important than yourself and if you don't look after yourself how can you look after anything else in your life
0: yeah well said thank you it's the truth man it is it is (laughs) it is So Ali West, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh my God, this is such amazing, amazing, you know, content and getting to speak with you. Wow. Thank you so much. We made it happen, you know, from Toronto to the UK, we made it happen. Um, once again, to all the listeners, the podcast is called the Kinetic Fitness Show. And of course, his Jim um, is called Connected Fitness. Where can we find you? Where can we follow you? Tell my listeners.
1: For sure. So, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, my handle, my personal handle, is Ali A L I West, like the direction W E S T. Fitness, like fitness F I T N E W S. So that's pretty simple. Ali West Fitness on all of those three platforms. As you mentioned, the podcast is called The Kinetic Fitness Show. So if you search that on Apple or Spotify or Stitcher or Anchor, we're on all of the platforms. And then the website is just Kinetic Fitness, K-I-N-E-T-I-K, fitness.co.uk. You can go to the website, check it out. And then we do have a a Kinetic Instagram and Facebook, which is K-I-N-E-T-I-K-N-O-T-T-M. So it's like not, not an Nottingham, short shortening Nottingham, basically. It's a it's a local thing. You don't need to worry about that. But <laughs> yeah, I can send you anyone the links. And the, the thing to to point out to, to the to your listeners as well is that I always reply to people and I always come back to people. So if anyone shoots out an email to me or a direct message on Instagram, I'm probably most active on Instagram. So if people go to Ali West Fitness and follow me or or look at my posts on there, I'm probably most active on there. But if you do send me a direct message, I will always reply to you. I'll always come back to you. I'm not one of these people that doesn't reply to people I always come back so don't hesitate to reach out if you need any advice on uh, health well-being fitness nutrition mindset spirituality or any help with running a business just reach out to me and I can and I can help you
0: Thank you so much. Definitely everything, all this information that he mentioned, um, his Instagram handles, the podcast link, and his website will be all in the show notes for all of you listening. Once again, thank you so much, Ali West, for being on the show. Oh, my God. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. And um, anytime you want to come back, hey, if you want to do a segment with me, I'm you open arms here at a little bit of everything with me.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And thanks for everyone listening.
0: Thank you again. And to all my listeners, that's all we have for now. Bye. Bye.
1: Hi, my name is Casey Gonzalez. I'm with Chef Salty Pork.
0: Hello, everyone. It's the coupon Queen Pin. From the CQP Moments Podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Mark the Shark from the Mark the Shark MMA Show. And you're you're listening listening to A Little little Bit of 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 Everything everything with with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now and thanks for listening on a little bit of everything with me.